Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, this icky weather has us feeling like staying in, curling up with a movie, maybe one of the Oscar noms, and ordering some comfort food. Today, we're revisiting one of our favorite conversations where we ranked one of our favorite Pittsburgh foods, the classic macaroni and cheese. It's Thursday, January 25th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh's talking about. I'm with lead producer Mallory Falk. Hi. Hello. And back for a one-night-only all-star roving producer, Elizabeth Kama is back with us. Hey. Hi. So glad to be back. <laughs> so we're doing this episode in honor of our lovely Francesca DeBecco. Um, she's off this week, but she messaged the team last week looking for recommendations for macaroni and cheese. Not for any reason. She just really wanted to eat it. And I <laughs> love that about her. <laughs> So there's mac and cheese on so many menus. It's a classic American dish, but I just don't want to be disappointed with soggy noodles or cheese that just doesn't taste very cheesy. So I put the crew to work, fork first, and they're taste testing to find some of the best golden mac and cheese Pittsburgh plates up. Boy, she really set us up. I don't know that we taste tested every menu. (laughs) She made this sound like a much more scientific process than it actually was. 100%. (laughs) Well, at least she did define what good mac and cheese is for her. For me, I'll just say, like, it has to have that flavor drowned me in it. I need that cheesiness. She got that 100% right. I do not want it to be Panera soup either. I want it to actually, you know, be gooey. So as long as you can taste it, like taste the actual mac and cheese cheesiness, I'm kind of all for it. Yeah, we came up with a pretty ridiculous rubric. So uh, cheeses, we wanted to discuss by quantity, quality, and consistency. Very important. (laughs) Um, For the noodles, the shape, and the doneness, um, the temperature, the cooking style, the portion size, the prep time, like do I have to wait 20 minutes to order this thing, Um, and price, of course, all very important. Yeah. And just, you know, in terms of our own personal taste, clearly for Elizabeth, the cheesiness is key. The flavor. The flavor. flavor. I would say that for me, I, I agree that I don't want my mac and cheese too soupy. I like something that's baked, but it's still got to be a little bit gooey. Like I still want that warm Mm. cheese pool but just I don't (laughs) want noodles like drowning in sauce and I like something with a little bit of like pepper in it a little peppery Mm. bite I like fancy cheeses like diversity of taste like the good pull a nice al dente noodle I like a baked mac and cheese but I don't like it to be hard packed which I feel Mm -hmm. like is a thing that a lot of them end up being a small bowl I think is plenty I think I might be a side dish mac and cheese person and I can get down with a topping occasionally or like an (gasps) add-in but I don't always love it. You're a purist. (laughs) I am not. I am. Give me all of the hybrid monstrosities of mac and cheese. Uh, I want it to taste as flavorful as possible. So that means anything. I could do a salted breadcrumb, you know, (gasps) if it elevates it. No, no. (laughs) This is why we have we have this panel of judges because we all have different tastes. So I don't know about y'all, but my expectation for price is really dependent on Mm. all of these things, though. Like if it's a four dollar bowl of mac and cheese, I don't expect that much. If it is a twenty four dollar bowl of mac and cheese. There better be some lobster in there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's kick it off with some best that we have personally experienced the classic mac and cheese. Elizabeth, what is your favorite in the city? Okay. So as we've mentioned, I am a, 
I I have to unseat Guy Fieri as um, mayor of Flavortown. Um, <laughs> I have high expectations. So for a classic Mac, no add-ins, uh, the Rear End Gastropub in Etna. Um, first of all, it's a really cute little restaurant, but they have like their classic mac and cheese. It's it's like $10, like 11 with tax, I believe. And it comes <laughs> very with, thorough. Here. <laughs> um, it comes with a side. Uh, they don't have much info on the menu, like about kind of this cheese and this stuff, but I can give you a breakdown from, you know, my own palate. Pretty robust cheese profile, definitely a sharp cheddar in there. It's really gooey without being, like, soupy, which I really enjoy. The noodles are longer and curly. They're not overcooked. Yeah, yeah. They're not your elbow, like, short mac and cheese. (laughs) There was a hand motion there, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They have a nice covering of breadcrumbs. Um, It's a really good, like, simple uh, and classic mac and cheese, and I can't recommend it enough. Mallory, what about you? So I'm going to go very classic here, probably the expected answer, Kelly's in East Liberty. Their mac and cheese is iconic, and it's, you know, just mac and cheese as its purest essence. Um, <laughs> very, very cheesy. When you order, you're warned that it takes 20 minutes to bake. There's no other items on the menu there have a warning. And so you know that it's going to be fresh and piping hot. I love how pepper forward it is. And I will say that to prepare for this episode, um, some family and I did a mac and cheese taste <laughs> test and stopped by a bunch of spots. And uh, Kelly's was the only place we went into where when we got the, I'm ashamed to admit we did all take out instead of uh, mac and cheese hopping through the city. But it was the only place where when we brought the takeout bag into the car, the car instantly filled with the smell of cheese. Oh, So I think for whatever metric that is, um, you knew exactly what you were getting. And another economical option, too. Their mini Mac is $6 and a full-size entree mac and cheese at Kelly's is $8. Like, it's really can't beat that. Yeah. I have to say, having seen pictures of Kelly's, I can't go in that direction. <laughs> Baked mac and cheese, when it like, has that sort of like burnt, like dark top, really makes me, it squicks me out. Like I can't deal with that flavor. I want my mac and cheese to be mac and cheese, like cheese and mac. I don't want any burnt. <laughs> I don't, I think burnt is a harsh interpretation. Also, Lately like, browned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the taste of the Tuesday cocktail would not be complete at Kelly's without a little bit of mac and cheese aroma in the air. It's true. Part of the joy of Kelly's is the overall vibe you get sitting at the bar eating, digging into that mac and cheese. But even at home, it tasted really stellar. Uh, my pick is for Bigham Tavern in Mount Washington. They have just a superb list of mac and cheeses. You can do a lot of interesting things with it, but it's just like consistently really good. It's gooey. It's cheesy. It tastes like different things. It has a lot of flavor. Um, I don't know. I just really love it. And I think that's another one that's like rooted in memory for me. Like I'd go play a kickball game and then finish up with like wings or a mac and cheese or a big Pittsburgh salad. Like it just kind of all tastes like home. Hey, Pittsburgh. Behind those stately red doors on Bingham Street, the brilliant minds at Pittsburgh's City Theater have a brand new stage show for you. It's a modern revamp of the Shakespearean classic Hamlet. Fat Ham follows a young queer black man named Juicy, whose father visits from beyond the grave to demand Juicy avenge his murder. Check it out through March 24th and get your tickets at citytheatercompany.org. Use code CITYCAST, all one word, for $5 off. 
Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So let's move on to our specialty topping list. So this could be a topping, something that's added into the mix. It could even be vegan, for example. Um, Elizabeth, let's kick it off with you again. Yes, as our flavors are. Um, <laughs> Self-anointed. You make it sound like Megan and I just like the blander, the better, which is not the case. Yeah, well, someone had to claim that title and it's going to be me. Um, <laughs> my uh, top like flavor one and just top in the burg in general was the brisket mac at Double Wide Grill on the south side. The m- menu describes it as like a white cheddar mac and cheese topped with like ho- house made uh, slow smoked hickory brisket, uh, then topped with Memphis barbecue sauce and crispy fried onions. It's mm-hmm. 18 for a bowl and 14 for a cup. So it's a little bit up there, but not not too bad. But you're getting some brisket in there. You're, so. getting, you're getting some protein. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <And fun. laughs> um I was I was actually really stuck between this one and the gas can mac dinner, which is like the same thing basically, but with pork instead of brisket. Both are like a good mac and cheese paired with barbecue flavors, which is in my mind a god tier combination. The, <laughs> uh, the brisket just barely went out because there's something about like the juices that kind of come from brisket, like added to the creamy cheese sauce that just juices and cheese, juices and cheese. <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious. That sounds awful. <laughs> My specialty Mac of choice is always going to be smoke in Lawrenceville. It's so, so good. It's an elbow macaroni. Um, It has like a cheddar and American and chihuahua cheese combination that just like cannot be beat. I think their specialty one right now has blue cheese crumbles and bacon and chorizo with caramelized onion. It's so yummy. And I have to say that smoke also wins for me, but for the vegetarian toppings that are an option there. So I just got one topped with blue cheese and hot sauce, and it was so nice. I mean, it felt like kind of getting some of that spicy heat barbecue mm. flavor okay, but without the meat. <laughs> <laughs> this was me trying to tap into my Southwestern I was going to say roots. I'm not from the Southwest. Your leaves? Your Southwestern leaves? <laughs> Southwestern leaves. Um, it was so nice. And my cousin heated up the leftovers the next day. And she said, if any of our criteria is heat, heatability, heat up ability, <laughs> it gets an A plus leftoverness because she said the blue cheese that was crumbled on top sort of melted in mm. and mixed with the other cheeses. And in some ways, it was even better reheated the next day. Also, shout out to that corn dust that they put on top of it. Again, does not sound appetizing. So freaking good. I am a gorgonzola blue cheese evangelist on mac and cheese. And um, again, the smoked mac and cheese was incredibly good. The like uh, the special because of that and that only um, really just hit me in my heart where I live. I don't think this has ever happened before that all three of us have agreed on the same mac and cheese. Smoke, I think you win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess smoke got the universal appeal. Yeah, we got to crown them. Best mac and cheese. Um, well, there's a bunch of others that have been recommended to us that we haven't been able 
able to try yet. So we wanted to list out a few of those. Uh, a couple that I saw were Urban Tap has a smoked Gouda mac and cheese that looks pretty yummy on their menu. There's the Blowfish barbecue truck that got a bunch of recommendations on Reddit. There's his entree sized. There's the Crafty Jackalope in Bridgeville. That one is completely new to me. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. And I also saw when I was doing some research that a lot of people shouted out Carmi Soul Food on the south side. Um, I really wanted to try it. Unfortunately, it wasn't open when I was doing my mac and cheese tour, but I I have to believe that a soul food place is going to have some of the premier mac and cheese in Pittsburgh. Yes. And for our vegan friends, I was looking into vegan places. The mac at Fortitude, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, but it's like Fortitude, but with T at the end. Sounded really, really good. They have a ton of options. I think like 10. I'm just going to read some of them off for you because they're really fun. Uh, Creamy Cashew Mac, like a classic, but then they have Gyro Mac, pizza with everything Mac. Gyro? A Gyro? Hero? (laughs) (laughs) Listen. (laughs) You know what? I I missed it, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> As you were. <laughs> um, a sloppy Joe Mac, a cashew goat cheese Mac, just every single type of vegan Mac known to man um, they have. And it sounds really good. So it's definitely on my list to try. And uh, if you're vegan and you want to, you know, keep the mac and cheese good times going, go to this place. It sounds great. Yeah. Um, Dive Bar and Grill. There's a bunch of locations. They were on almost every listicle I clicked on and had a ton of upvotes on Yelp for their mac and cheese. So good for them. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing, like I'm more of a mac and cheese at home girl than a mac and cheese um, in person just because I need that flavor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I can't trust any restaurant to do it right. I must do it myself. I feel like that's very true to your personality. (laughs) Yes. I will say that saying that is going to embarrass me given what my recipe is. Um, so I don't have a recipe, like a really, <laughs> a really good mac and cheese recipe for at home. So I hope to learn something. Okay, so mine um, comes from the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. They had a uh, pantry staples how to uh, elevate them kind of uh, video, and it changed my life. And it changed my family's life as well. Uh, <laughs> Get to it. <laughs> okay, okay. Recipe? Uh, it's adding basically like pesto to your white cheddar mac and cheese, like Ooh. the Annie's one. And it just... Oh, out of the box. Yeah, out okay. of the box. It's like whatever you have in your pantry. And it's like you're not going to all that effort. The um, cheesiness of like the Parmesan and the pesto like brings out the cheesiness in the box mac and cheese. It's just really kind of upping the flavor. Do you do you add breadcrumb? No. Do you add meat? No. Okay. I, I Now who's the purist? <laughs> I'm just I think you're mis you're confusing purity with um laziness. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to eat this out of, you know, the pot. I'm not You just, you just can't wait. No, I just this is this is for when I'm tired and hungry. So bottom line, throw some pesto in there. Pesto. Mallory, do you have one that you stand by? So I going back to my southwestern leaves. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I love making a green chili mac and cheese. Uh, My partner is from New Mexico. And so when his parents visit, they bring us some frozen green chili specifically so we can throw it in some mac and cheese. Oh, wow. Like real ones. I've never had a green chili that wasn't out of a can. No, that will not do. Your whole face just flinched. (laughs) (laughs) That really was sacrilege. But, you know, we do what we can in the city of Pittsburgh. Um, So, yeah, we generally, well, he generally makes it 
just from the like Velveeta recipe, though he told Ooh. me he would prefer I didn't share that on the pod. But here we are. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <so> Vel- Adam. <laughs> Velveeta is a little too soupy for me. So we are going to try out some other recipes and see how well the green chili mixes in. But with the soupiness, it does create this nice like spicy sauciness. And do you add anything to yours? Additional cheese or pepper or anything like that? No, because the green, it's really a chance for the green chili to be the star of the dish. Okay. Uh, Well, uh, dear listener, if we missed anyone that you just love or think that we should give it a try, um, give them a shout out, please let us know. Um, You can email us pittsburgh at citycast.fm or you can call or text us at 412-212-8893. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. A quick note, since we first dropped this episode back in July, Double Wide Grill has since rebranded. They are now Spork Pit Barbecue. Same spot, same delicious brisket mac. We don't see gas can mac on the menu anymore, but if you feel like something a little different, here's a new one. Dive Bar and Grill has a bunch of locations and they all offer this pulled pork mac and cheese quesadilla. It is incredible. I basically lived on that thing a few winters back. Don't forget, you can find this and all of our food roundups on our website at pittsburgh.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon.